whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi the Next Generation. I'm Kelsey. I'm Holland. And today joining us for season 14, episodes 23 and 24, finally, finally back on the ah. show, is Sean Queen. Ah. Welcome back. <laughs> That's right. You can believe your ears, people. It's truly me. I'm back. Oh, it's great. Made it back for prom. Quite a while. I know. We wouldn't want to go to prom with anyone else, Sean. It's true. <laughs> the sweetest thing anybody's ever said to me <laughs> did you did you have a prom theme in high school i i think it's like uh long island opulence and boredom it was just, like, <laughs> it was just like, around like a big reflecting pool with bad f- i left 45 minutes after the thing started me to too. i couldn't deal like and i could tell like my date was like not into it either and we just mm. split and I got drunk for the first time that night because I was a good boy all through high school. Wow. Nice. This is surprising yeah. information, despite having known you for yeah. quite some time. It's true. It's true. I also went to another prom. I got invited to like the Catholic school prom by this girl who I met once at a party in the woods. So I said, like, yes, of course I'll go. You're a girl who asked me to go somewhere <laughs> with you. I'm going to say yes. So I go to this prom and – it was very awkward because I had nothing in common and I didn't know her. And then afterwards at the party where I didn't know anybody, her like boyfriend who was probably like my age now showed up and I just sat alone in the corner for the evening as like they like made out in a tent. It was rough. It oh, was rough. Oh no. Why would she invite yeah. someone else when she had a boyfriend? Probably to make her 30-year-old boyfriend jealous. Oh. I'm thinking that's what it was. And I was just a pawn in her fucking game. And I just took a cab out of there, and now she has, like, four kids, so you know what? I dodged a bullet. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> really? yeah. um. She's out there. Chelsea B. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> to rent that talks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, Kelsey, do you want to read the episode summaries for this prom? Yeah, let's let's watch me struggle to read aloud (laughs) (laughs) as a unit. I love having an audience. (laughs) Well, the second one's really short. (laughs) Drew plans an elaborate last-minute promposal, and Dallas makes a mistake that could ruin everything for Allie's prom. Drew agrees to help him salvage prom and is punished. <laughs> Just, <laughs> so absolute. So, and sounds like punished. a cat and nine tails is involved. <laughs> so uh, arch. So, just really bleak. Miles tries to help Hunter in matters of the heart. Imogen has managed to win Jack back, but her happiness is fleeting. Claire is still unsure of her future plans, including where she stands with Eli. Drew agrees to help Dallas salvage prom and is punished. <laughs> Wait, part two is just the end part of part one. Can I just read? Wait, part two. I'm just going to read it again. Part two. Drew agrees to help Dallas salvage prom and is punished. Imogen has managed to win Jack back, but her happiness is bleeding. Claire is still unsure. Claire is still unsure of her future future plans, including where she stands with Eli. Oh, so many 
final appearances of people, though. Yeah. Uh, final appearances of Ali Bendari, Becky Baker, Claire Edwards, Connor Delorier, Drew Torres, Eli Goldsworthy, Imogen Marino, Jack Jones, Jenna Middleton, and Mike Dallas. Oh, my God. It's the last episode for so many it's people. So many people that That's we don't like very much. Yeah. I've never mean- been so indifferent to so many people leaving. Yeah. Same. Hard same. Does that mean they're not in the movie? I guess, I guess it means they're not in the movie. Wow. All right. <laughs> but, yeah, I guess that was accurate. Sure. Yeah, I mean, both times they were yeah, dead both on. Times. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's all I could have hoped for and more. <laughs> um, but the episode is called Finally, which is a 1992 song by Cece Peniston. And I, it's just like, finally, the season is over. Finally, the finally, show is over. They graduate. Finally, the school year is over. Oh, my God. We it's been like a, the last two weeks of school for literally six months. We have a definite marker of time now. <laughs> well, it captures the essence of those last two weeks of school, you know, and it really does feel like an eternity. They made the show like that on purpose, so we feel like we're stuck in school for as long as possible. Oh, I felt every minute. <laughs> Hard time. Every minute of it. Every minute of it. Every day. Oh, boy. Um, all right. Well, let's just jump into it. I Jump into I it, I guess. Um, I fucking hate promposals, you guys. Oh, me, that's my first note is, God, I'm relieved promposals weren't in vogue when I was in high school. Right? Me too. Also, Sean literally texted me, what was it, yesterday? Just like, these fucking kids. I hate promposals. <laughs> I hate these children. Actually, he only texted me, I hate these children, and I had no context whatsoever. And I was like, is he at a family party? What's happening? And then he's like, fucking promposals. And I was like, oh, okay. I think promposals were a thing at my school. My I got asked I've to prom at Coldstone. Perfect. Where like we went on like a date to Coldstone and like when I got to the bottom of my ice cream it had like prom with a question mark written on the bottom. That's and fucking adorable. It was really cute. That is really and cute. Then, like, the girl really who cute. was working behind the counter like whipped out like a bouquet of flowers out of nowhere after I said yes because he had like arranged it all. That's adorable. It was really nice. <laughs> so uh, some of them seems like a stand up guy. Right? <laughs> Damn. He was a good date. I was like I've been like casually seeing a guy since the summer and we'd been friends for years and i had to beg his like 22 year old ass to take me to prom oh yeah he's too old for prom too yeah in his defense i wouldn't have wanted to go either (laughs) then don't fuck a 17 year old how about that that's a good point you reap what you fucking sow if you're gonna fuck 17 year olds you gotta go to prom you gotta go to their fucking prom right he's allowed to go right yeah, because I know at our school, if like if you had someone who had graduated already go, they had to be like, I think they could only be like up to the age of twenty or something. Actually, like he might have been twenty. Now that I'm thinking about it, either way, he sucks. Interviewed like they had to like pass like they had to meet with like an advisory board and be like, okay, this twenty-two year old can come to prom. <laughs> oh. All right, that twenty-two year old shouldn't go to prom. <laughs> people and denied people they really should have denied him i wish that was a part of the process <laughs> well i did have a friend who had a girlfriend who was too young to go to our prom before so oh we went my friends and that was also wow. a different kind of problem i mean a similar problem it's, a, like, it's the same problem, the same problem it's but... the same exact problem yeah <laughs> yeah 
And then my, uh, I, the only proms I got invited to were other schools' proms. And they were, like, all things that I couldn't go to because of, like, schedule conflicts. Mm-hmm. So I was invited to, like, two other proms. And I, I just, like, it's my, it's my, o- excuse me, it's my only <laughs> brag because I had to literally beg people from my high school to go to my, my own proms with me. <laughs> that This is the only brag I have. <laughs> the proms that never were are all I have because my junior prom I had to beg my friend's neighbor who FYI I was already sleeping with to be like please just go with me to my fucking junior prom I promise I don't want to date you I just don't want to go by myself that's the whole thing your prom would have made a far better episode than this than this day it wouldn't have it was so depressing um but Connor does a promposal like dressed as the solar system what is he he's an astronaut he's an astronaut it, I thought it was cute, just because I think Connor's adorable. I love Connor. He, like, yeah. stuck to and his I roots. Like space. <laughs> yeah. I also like himself. space. <laughs> um, do we want to get to Fashion Police? Because I feel like I took a lot of notes. Yes. My first note was, uh, I oh took my a god, few. Connor the astronaut. Uh, Frankie wears <laughs> red polka dot shorts that I'm into. Jenna's weird tribal shirt. Ugh, I'm not going to miss Jenna's weird tribal outfits. Yeah. Claire at one point wears a shirt that looks like it's from a bowling league of old Italian ladies. <laughs> Claire like consistently dresses like way too old for her, for her age. My I, also wrote that, wait, I also wrote that I would lay down my life in a heartbeat for Sailor Imogen. Oh, he oh, also all for that. He also texted me that last night. Yeah, I did yeah. Love her prom dress. It was very on theme, even though it ends up not being on theme. Um, at one point, Miles wears a tank top during breakfast. Um, Miles looks great. Miles does look great. He's starting to finally look like a hot flannel guy. I have a note in here somewhere that says, Miles is no longer a string cheese boy. <laughs> <laughs> I have, this, and then I I have the same shirt as this little kid. <laughs> Um, Claire. I, I had the same shirt as Miles at one point, so I felt very hip, very in. I was really proud of myself. He's just really fitting in with the youth. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Allie's hair also looks good. Claire's hair looks pretty good. Uh, Claire's dress is very Disney princess. Like I feel it was like, like Cinderella. It was kind of Cinderella, and it also reminded me of what was that movie with Amy Adams? Enchanted. Yes, it reminded me of that, which is not a movie that I saw, but I have seen referenced on Tumblr. Damn Connor's arms. Damn Connor's arms, indeed. Everyone has really sparkly details on their prom dresses. Yes. Becky wore the hugest silver necklace I've ever seen. <laughs> that thing was heavy. Um, I like. I like. Couldn't really actually decide on how I felt about Imogen's hair because it was like straight and long, but then she had like a full top bun as the half part. It was like half up, half down, but one half was a top bun and the other half was just limp. I don't really remember. I'll defend anything she does. <laughs> of course you will. <laughs> Miles wears some extremely pink pants at one point that I did not know how to feel about. Yeah, that's when I didn't feel cool because he was wearing the shirt that I owned and the pink pants that I would never be fucking caught dead in. <laughs> you guys, I only took fashion notes for my first two pages of notes, so I'm out. I, I, I'm done too. I only took it for the first half, the first part. I think I'll think I'm clear. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, but... wait. I have I have some things to say about. All right. So they're all figuring out prom stuff. They're all excited. First of all, 
prom is apparently tomorrow. So I have I have two I have two problems here. One, why are all of the promposals right now? Shouldn't you have planned things in advance? Honestly. Two. Yeah. Two. Why in the fuck is Drew only now saying, hey, by the way, I just rented us a limo. It has a hot tub in it for some fucking reason. That sounds like a logistical disaster. And why are you only booking it the night before? And Dallas is like, sorry, bro. Allie already rented us a limo. Like, why hasn't anyone figured this shit out in advance? I, like, uh, I barely had a prom. I barely had a prom date because I had to <laughs> beg my asshole kind of boyfriend to show up at all. And even then, I was ready, like, two weeks in advance. Yeah, you have to get that shit sorted out, like, way ahead of time. Because everyone else is trying to get the same, like, rent the same things at the same time. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a, every group needs to have who's just like Allie in in every group of prom that's just on top of everything that's making calls. Who's allowed in the who's allowed in the bus? Who's allowed to go? Who's allowed to do what? Every group has that girl, and it seemed like she was just slacking off completely. Truly, <laughs> she was too focused on like planning the actual prom even though she gave like the one of the most important jobs to dallas and it ended up being a disaster um but apparently ali booked a limo and drew's not invited to be in their group because eli is going to be in their group and they don't want any like eli drew drama which is fair which i guess it's fair but also it's stupid because him and the claire stuff i mean i get it it was like last week but it also (laughs) feels like 600 years ago Truly. <laughs> and I found it weird that uh, Drew tries to talk Dallas into letting Allie in by saying, you know, let her know that a prom's not a prom without your best bro by your side the entire time, <laughs> which just isn't how you talk women into doing anything with your friends. Like, no. It won't no. be the same with you. It won't be a romantic night. Unless no. Buddy Drew is there the entire time. Also, like, why? Why is that? I don't, I don't understand. He has a very unhealthy obsession with dallas throughout the entire episode and he seems he thinks prom night is just for him in dallas I don't yeah know why. it's super bizarre <laughs> it is. um but and then he's like but then he's talking dallas into it and dallas is like you know i can't resist that face and he's like i'll figure something out um but then we're with miles and zoe who are sitting very close to each other I don't like it. No, me neither. I hate it. I'm not here for the Miles and Zoe. No. I don't like any of them. (laughs) (laughs) I think they should all stop talking to each other for the most part. Once once you get into it, they'll grow on you a little, I feel like. Because we like them now. Yeah. Yeah. I I do like some of them. And I like the ones that uh, went over into next class. Some of them. But I just... These children leave a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Sean hates these children. And Mike is worried about these teens. So everyone that comes on our show is really concerned. Well, I would agree that I don't really care for Hunter, who next gets extremely aggro with Mr. Perino because he, like, doesn't finish his test on time or something. Yeah, Hunter, I feel like, really needs... I mean, we say this about everyone. They need to be in therapy. But he also, like, he might need to be on medication or something. There's, like, something going on there with, like, his anger. Yeah. He's extremely unbalanced. He's a very loud and angry young man. And not in the good old-fashioned angry 
young man way. It's very unhealthy. Yeah. I'd argue that any kind of angry young man is an unhealthy, scary, (laughs) angry young man. No, no. It's sometimes (laughs) just part of growing up. It depends where your anger is. Yeah. It's okay to be a young person who's just mad. That's all right. But it's how mad you are and who you're mad at. That's the problem. I think if you're mad, you still need to talk to somebody about it, though. (laughs) Probably. Which Hunter definitely does. He needs help. Yeah. Truly. And Miles tries to, like, intervene, which is, I don't understand. And Hunter's just like, get away from me. You're the worst ever. Blech. I don't really remember how it went, but yeah, he does. But it's weird that he does just like straight up like storm into his little brother's classroom being like, excuse me, I'm here to help. It's weird. Yeah. (laughs) I never had a big brother and I've never been a small brother. So I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this is something siblings do. It's weird being an only child. You just have to guess. (laughs) I like I don't know if I would storm into my little brother's classroom if he Me didn't neither. if he like didn't finish a test on time and was like freaking out. I don't know. I mean I might I, I, I mean, I might, I I mean but I feel like Miles was like trying to like stand up to Mr. Perino for him. I don't really remember the context, but I mean I'd go in if my brother was freaking out and be like, What the fuck is going on? He but, was just like trying to calm him down, I guess. Yeah. Uh but anyway. Allie is stressed out about planning prom. Why and... is this prom not planned yet? This is what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Like, it tomorrow is prom and fuck all is done. Like, nothing I is confirmed. It... <laughs> like, no wonder it's a fucking disaster. You guys haven't planned anything. She's like, I'm still trying to figure out the centerpieces. It is 12 hours away. I'm also confused about how they didn't find out about like the boat booking debacle until the day of because like wouldn't you have needed to go on the boat to set up the prom yeah Yeah. (laughs) like what no they were gonna do it in their dresses and tuxedos before they got on like as everyone was showing up it was so confusing this is the worst planned thing ever Maybe that's like a Canadian thing. Like, oh, you know our proms. They're always just a mess. <laughs> They're just a half-ass <laughs> of our pants. It might, it might be a cultural thing that we're just being insensitive to. Like, oh, you don't know about Canadian proms? They're always last-minute shit shows. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike all the other dances on this show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, Sean also did text me. I can't believe this prom didn't end in a fire or a stabbing or a shooting. <laughs> Yeah, thank God that boat didn't show up, because if that boat did show up, it would have fucking sunk. Oh, yeah, honestly. It would have hit an iceberg. (laughs) Yeah. It's June, but, like, probably, it would have found a way. Oh, for sure. It's colder in Canada. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. tons of icebergs everywhere. (laughs) Um, But Dallas is, like, holding the seating arrangements or seating whatever's hostage, and so he can, like... He's like holding a hostage. He's like, I'll figure this out if you let Drew come with us to prom and be in our group. And she's like, fuck that shit. Claire's had a really hard year. Like, he can go with someone else. Like, let's just go. Let's just get him a date. He should ask Becky. That will be our compromise. I'm like, all right, fine. Let's see what that's going to turn into. I'm sorry. Have you never tried to pawn someone off on someone <laughs> else just to avoid having to make a difficult decision? <laughs> Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> it's for sure a thing. It's like, you know what? You guys would be so great together, mostly because it'll make my life a whole lot easier. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, just part of being alive. 
And Dallas <laughs> tells Drew that he can be that shoulder that Becky can cry on because she just broke up with Guyliner. Who I'm still confused about still being around for next class. So we'll see what happens with him. Um, Frankie is... Frank, I don't remember what happens, but there's Frankie a scene and Winston, Frankie is there. Frankie and Winston go to Claire, and they're like, you have to fill out this, like, index card for, like, whatever you're doing for after high school so they can read it when you cross the stage of graduation, which, FYI, is that a thing? That was not a thing for us. I don't think us. that happened at my school. There were a lot of people at my school, and they just said our name, and we walked across and tried not to trip on our wedges. Yeah, I, yeah, had to, I, I just had to write my full name on a card so they could read it. Yeah. But instead, they're like, here's what everybody's doing, which is like a weird amount of pressure. Very much on the spot. I think it's just because there's like seven people in every graduating class at Degrassi. True. (laughs) That's true. It's a class of main characters every fucking time. And we need to know what's happening with everybody, apparently. So they're, and basically they're like, well, Claire is a super genius, and I bet she has a million Ivy Leagues to pick from, and we haven't been paying attention at all this season, yeah, so we have no idea that her life is in fucking shambles, and they're like, she's got so many options. Here's your card, and they walk away. Also, graduation is in like three days. She would have had to have it figured out by now, TV. Yeah. She would have had to have it figured out months ago. Honestly. Um disaster. <laughs> and Miles is wondering what Hunter's problem is. And so am I. And then Zoe is like, he obviously has a crush on Arlene. And that's why he's upset and being weird. So then Miles is like, ooh, I can help with that. <laughs> and then that scene is over. Yep. I have nothing to contribute. Apparently Jenna is going to L.A. for school. Didn't know that until this moment. Um, Eli brought Claire coffee and she's freaking out about her plan for after school. And he's like, just move to New York. Live with me. Right. Live your best life. And and she's like, that sounds great. And I'm like, yeah, no, sounds awesome. But how the fuck are you going to afford it? Because it's not like it's affordable. Yeah. He was like, you can just like, yeah, he's like, you can just sit in coffee shops and work on your book. Have no income, drink $8 lattes all day long, and, like, <laughs> write your novel. You can afford that, right? <laughs> this ain't Toronto, buddy. You're in for a rude fucking awakening <laughs> when you get down here. Seriously. <laughs> God damn. And then freaking Drew does his promposal right before they're about to take their, like, math final, which I think the is poorly timed. I don't know. Promposal, well, like... Yeah. The day of prom, the day before, is it the same day? I can't remember. It's there's it's horrendous. No there's like no theme, or it was just like <laughs> words and smoke and sounds. It was just like him. I don't know. I don't know what. There was no like basis of it. It the, wasn't inspired. The only inspired. part of the only part of it I enjoyed is that it started playing the uh, Captain Who stuff after, <laughs> yeah. like on an autoplay. It was like Captain Who. Yeah. It was so good. <laughs> But he does. It wasn't his... romantic. It was destructive. Yeah, <laughs> it <was> hilarious. <laughs> and also, Becky says no, which is also kind of hilarious. And so then, good. The, and then everything starts malfunctioning, and like the fog won't turn off, and the Captain Who music is playing, and so they have to like evacuate and postpone their exam. Um, 
God, and then okay, well, and then, then we're, we're at this awkward couple <laughs> family pool party with chicken <sighs> fights again. I swear this is the only TV show that I've ever watched that is like consistent. Whenever there's a pool scene, there's a chicken fight. There's a chicken fight, and I don't get it. Always, it's so bizarre. I don't. I've, I noticed that as well. It's like a, it's a TV trope, the chicken fight, of course. But how many times do you have children chicken fighting in the same pool? I don't know. Show? And like any, I just, it's like, yes. Okay. The chicken fight thing, again, overboard. And with every single pool party, it's fucking ridiculous. But the thing that really bugged me is like, it is three couples and it's spent, it's most, it's meant to be like, make, like Hunter and Arlene, like yeah. feel feelings for each other, but it's it's just one family. It's three siblings, yeah. and they're couples, and they're like, "Let's sexy chicken fight." And I'm like, "I hate it. I hate everything that's happening. I am screaming at the top of my lungs. I hate it so much. It's so weird." Hunter's on his laptop. Arlene, does she even know any of these people? <laughs> no. Like, how did she, did she even get invited to this thing? She's just there what's going on this poor girl she must be so uncomfortable it's weird too because she and hunter are like aren't even sitting at the same table like they're like sitting really far apart from each other like on their own laptops or something how did miles get him to invite arlene to this thing that's what i don't understand I guess, like, everybody, like, listen, if the Hollandsworths are having people in their pool, like, you just fucking go. I, I think that might be it, but <laughs> I feel like doesn't seem like the type. I feel like maybe he got Frankie to invite her because they're in the same grade and they're, like, kind of friendly. Maybe. maybe. But, yeah, Miles is, like, trying to get Hunter to chicken fight with Arlene and Hunter is, like not here for it and miles takes away his laptop and i was afraid the laptop was gonna fall in the pool oh me too but instead hunter falls in the pool and he is pissed and then i also can i just say paying attention because miles wasn't wearing a shirt and he's very muscular and then i had to look up how old he was (laughs) (laughs) he was 18 when he filmed this so you looked that up afterwards, didn't you? I did. He was born in 1997, guys. <laughs> old 22 enough, now. Old enough to fuck. Anyway. <laughs> I had to make sure I wasn't being creepy. <laughs> old enough to fuck. Um, no, wait. What, Still what kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. But, you know. Also, like, I get... I've learned better than to look these things up anymore. Also, like, I, I get it with, like, Hunter. Like, Hunter doesn't get along with his brother. His brother's been kind of a bully to him. I understand him, like, having trouble. But also, like, this kid is so fucking humorless that it, like, I really struggle to empathize. <laughs> I'm like, just fucking lighten up a little. Yeah. But you can't There's, tell someone to do that. He's a storm cloud human. He is. <laughs> Very unsettling to be around. You know what he is? He's me in seventh grade, and it's like really hard to watch. He just doesn't know how to express himself. You guys, I in seventh grade, wait, I feel like the best way to describe like how sullen and like goth I was. Okay. So in seventh grade, I had this. Do you remember the the skate shoe company Macbeth? I had this black Macbeth hoodie that I would oh literally, God. if I had to socialize or like <laughs> hang out with my peers that weren't like my two friends, I would literally pull the drawstring so there was just like a teeny tiny <laughs> hole. You're, you're a drawstring girl. I was, straight up. Straight up. There was just a teeny you're tiny hole and my whole vibe was please never ever talk to me or I will melt into the floor from shame and like loathing. Like that's Did it. Did you make like squeaky mouse noises as well as you pulled your 
zip ties uh, closed? Oh no, no. I was I was fully just storm cloud. Like, would pull it okay. closed. Please don't talk That's to me. Cool. This is me shutting the door on life. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> I'm still like that. <laughs> Truly, I feel like I've be- I've just become more like that, and it's not great. <laughs> I've moved in the total opposite direction. It's worked out. But yeah, no, I like fully drawstring clothes, teeny tiny hole, can barely see anything. This is my preference. I don't want to talk to you on this Frost Valley trip. Um, but yeah, Hunter storms off because he is humorless and just so angry. Um, but then you get that angry about getting pushed in your own pool, you're home. So Go mad. change. It's okay. So yeah. Hey, like but I think he's also pool. embarrassed because he got pushed in the pool in front of Arlene, and he's like, ah, everything he sucks. played it cool and played into it and had fun, but yes. he had to be a storm child. No, yes. he has no chill. <laughs> oh, God. I just I just like want to, like, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do, but I want to help because I'm like, I get it, man. But, like, lighten the fuck up because no one's going to like you until you stop being drawstring hoodie girl. <laughs> um. But then we find out that the math test had to be postponed for like three hours because of the mess that Drew caused. Um, and now Drew's all like bummed out because Becky said no and he wants to skip prom. But Dallas is like, no, man, you have to go. Like, we're bros. Like, we're going to like, I'm going to tell Allie that you're going. And I, let's hope that that works, basically. Just pretty much. Tell these kids, it's okay. None of you need to go. It won't be fun. No. I just want them to know that it won't be fun. Uh, but then Miss Pill comes up and is not happy about the mess that Drew caused. And now he's banned from prom because he gave her that idea as a punishment. Because school's, like, <laughs> over, basically. Like, tests are done. All they have to do is graduate. And Miss Pill's like, you need to be punished. And he's like, what are you going to do? Ban me from prom? And she's like, sounds good to me. And he's like, oh, what the fuck? I was joking. Yeah, this woman is also completely humorless. I feel like she and Hunter would get along just fine, honestly. Um, she could be his mentor, for sure. They're just very severe people. But then we're with, like, <laughs> leadership people. And Drew's like, we should boycott prom. Like, this is... St- Stupid, and Allie's like, um, yeah, fuck that. I've been planning this always forever. I guess everyone's always boycotting everything on Degrassi. <laughs> it's true. It's a big deal. But also, like, I love the idea of an alternate prom. It worked out great in Veronica Mars, kind of for some I was people. Say, like, did they do that on this show, or was it a different show? Veronica was Mars, Veronica they did alternate prom, right? I think they did it on Malcolm in the Middle, also. Nice. I have no memory of Malcolm in the Middle. I think I've seen total two episodes. (laughs) It's a fucking brilliant program. Very worth rewatching. Okay, good to know. Um, But then, and then like everyone walks out except for Dallas and he's like, dude, you got to like help me sneak onto this boat. And Dallas is like, no, like I don't want to ruin this prom for everyone. Like, like give it up. Like we're, it's done. Also, he's. Like, sorry. It's okay. No, Dallas also says, Miss Pill's first name isn't Chill. And I was like, you guys. <laughs> oh, boy. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. And I kind of liked it. <laughs> and then Drew, like, starts lashing out at Dallas and is like, Come on, man. Like, why aren't you helping me out? Like, why are you siding with Allie? Blah. And then he's like, Who's going to be at your wedding? Me, not her. 
best man. And it's like the weirdest <laughs> argument ever. I'm like, what if he marries Allie? Like, you're t- not doing yourself any favors no, right now, Drew. It's, it's, he's like, he's being, I understand like why he's so pissed off, but he's also being a real asshole. Yeah. It's like, there's nothing Dallas can do about this. You're the one who did something stupid. Um, it's prom. You <laughs> do what your girlfriend wants you to do, and then you, you go home. You know, this isn't about Drew. Honestly. Oh, wait. You guys, I just also wanted – I just found one of my notes that I wrote at the top because it, it ends up being this thing that, like, happens several times throughout the episode, and it's, like, almost subtle and very confusing. So when Ms. Pill bans Drew from the prom, and then later on, like – something else happens like anytime there's like a burn moment like oh you got in trouble or oh like someone's mad whatever there's this sound effect in the background and it's just this guy going whoa (laughs) (laughs) what yeah wait are you fucking sure i'm fucking positive because it happened to my memory it happened at least twice and i wrote it down and i wrote at the top of my page and i put little stars around the whoa and then i wrote sound effect lmao I, I need to. Go, I did not I register that. You guys have to go, to go back, back because <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Oh my god! Oh, here it is. This is where it happens. I found where it happens. Okay, so if you guys want to listen to the whoa sound effect, go back to the boat scene when we realized that Dallas booked the wrong boat. Go to like a little bit before that because it's after Dallas realized he picked the wrong boat and Allie says something like very cutting, just very quietly in the background, just goes. Whoa! <laughs> I am so sorry. For ruining the most important night of our lives. Let me make this up to you. Just tell me what to do. You can tell everyone that you ruined prom. <laughs> I, like, I was like crying. I'm having a lot of fun not believing you. <laughs> Thinking this is just all in your fucking head. I, I think swear. that's just your inner monologue. No, I swear. Like, oh, dude. I swear to God, it's real. And I was watching it alone, too. I promise you it's real. That's not letting me believe that it's real if you were by yourself when this happened. Was your state altered when you watched this? No, I was totally sober. <laughs> I swear to God, go back, watch it, watch the woe. It's there. I will. It's so quiet. It's so quiet and so subtle. And the first time it happened, I was like, is it a part of a song? And it just worked out. And then just the woe happened later, but like with the same beat, but no song. So I'm a little confused. Wow. Um, But then. Whoa. Whoa. We're getting ready for prom with Jenna, Allie, and Claire. And then they find Claire's diary. Which, no surprises, is the most judgy thing in the entire world. Um, Also, why would they... Like, if I found my friend's diary from, like, four years ago, my instinct would not be, let's read this aloud now. It would be like, like, here is your private information. I don't want to know what you thought of me four years ago when we were probably fighting about something, knowing our history. (laughs) And the gist of it is basically Claire being like, Allie's so boy crazy. Like, la, la, la. She makes a dig at Johnny's hair, which is great. <laughs> and then Allie's like, to be fair, Johnny's hair was terrible. And, and like, then she you. also says, boyfriend stealing Jenna is going to get pregnant with Casey's baby in no time. And Jenna's like, hey. <laughs> and Allie goes, well, you did, though. <laughs> and That's what I call being clairvoyant. Yeah, oh, honestly. Whoa. <laughs> sorry, whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Whoa. Sorry. 
Um, but it's basically like, oh, like Allie and Jen are so boy crazy. I'd never let a boy like get in the way of my plans. La 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 la. And then like, and then she finds this like tiny baby photo of them from grade nine. It's, it's like, adorable. Connor, Allie, Claire, and Casey. Um, remember Casey? I don't miss him. N- not even a little bit. Remember basketball <laughs> Casey? Him? He, he left with his mom. Okay, sure. Why not? That's I don't remember to where or to why, but they left. <laughs> yeah. Probably Regina. <laughs> always Regina. <laughs> or Montreal. Why couldn't they have picked a different city? That's that might have been where it was. No, because that was they where knew. Peter and his mom went. Oh, right, 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 right. So, well, somebody they... went there. There's so it's many like other places. It's like a leper colony for the characters. They ship them all to Regina when they're done with them. <laughs> Why would they pick that place? I don't know. They wanted to say it. It was fun for them. It was fun. Um, but oh. then we, and then the boys get there and then Eli does a sneaky thing and we think he's going to propose, but he's just like, is proposing to Claire with like a key, like move in with me in New York. And now Claire's like, I don't want to do that anymore. And it's kind of awkward. Yeah. Also, he says, when she, when he like opens the box and it's a key, he's like, last year I brought you a horse and carriage. I had to do something. And yeah. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I like it when Eli is self-aware about how fucking crazy he is. <laughs> Honestly. But I also kind of miss when he was crazy solely because it made for better television. <laughs> he seems he, He's way too centered right now. He's understanding. He's calm. He has it together. And frankly, he's kind of a fucking bore. Well, it's the last episode we'll ever see him in, though. So. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather him end on this kind of note. Oh, yeah. That's true. I don't, yeah, I don't want him, like, driving off and... Like, you know, a new fucking hearse with poison in one hand and a knife in the other. Honestly. But... God, remember when he drove a hearse? Never forget. So sick. Of course he did. Um, I would have fallen for that so fast. <laughs> I do I not doubt that at all. It's fucking cool. It is fucking cool. Thank you. It's really it's really cool. I, I wish I, if only I drove a hearse, I feel awesome. Oh my God. It's really Especially cool. in high school. Forget about it. Oh my god! It's so cool. So, so sure. much. So um, much. <laughs> I was gonna finish that sentence with something, and I'm not going to. We're gonna move on. Hunter's <laughs> problem is with Miles. Surprise, surprise. Um, which like, duh. That's oh my god. This is when he's meditating. He's such a fucking weeb, you guys. He really is. <laughs> he's oh, yeah. like, he has like these kendo sticks and he's like this is how we're gonna solve our problems and they start like sparring and it's like it's so weird i just wrote this is so dumb so many times miles came in he was like hunter was like he was like doing tm he was like meditating which is a terrible advertisement for meditation (laughs) in general truly child is, is not fucking at peace in any way oh no but yeah, and then they yeah, then they fight with the sticks. It's pretty cool. I don't know. I thought that was cool too. But then again, I'm a fucking weeb also. So what do I know? <laughs> a true fact. Um, can confirm. But <laughs> kendo sticks is such a choice. And my they, cousin like, used yeah. to spar with kendo sticks. She is a white lady. It is. A, it is a, <laughs> we're just not even gonna get into it. She also larps, and she's know, like she... almost forty. Let's let's keep moving on. um but they like they make a bet i don't remember what it was but hunter wins but he 
still is like, I hate you because you're a bully. And Miles just wants to make it better. And he's like, I just want to be a better brother to you. Like, let me know what I can do. I want to work on it. And then they hug and it's like solved. I don't know. I was confused about this whole scene. I don't know. They hug it out. They're both going to try harder. Yeah. Because they're like still all angry because of dad things. Yeah. I think they just frankly needed to have a conversation. Honestly. I don't think they needed more resolution than that. I guess the Kendo Six just like broke down some of those walls. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but then, oh, then we're at the docks, and then we find out that there's no boat there because Dallas accidentally bo- booked the boat for a year out, and Imogen is very sad and pissed off in her sailor prom dress, and she wants to go home and eat like multiple pizzas, which also same. And then is this dock green screen? Oh, for sure, oh, green screen. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. terrible. It was, it was super green screen. Right? It's okay. really bad. It's like the Paris green screen all yeah. over again. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> I bad. My like, computer was just you know no displaying poorly. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, that was my first screen. note before I even talked about the boat not showing up. Was water green screen is bad? <laughs> but then Becky totally. is like. You should, we should go to Jack's house. Like, you need to do a big romantic gesture. You still like her. Like, ask her, like, to hang out. Um, and this is, like, and I wrote, this is coming out of nowhere. But, okay. And then Drew is at home, like, following the events on face range. Also, he starts laughing at the comment, this prom reminds me of a deflated balloon. And I was like, that's not funny. <laughs> Cutting tweet there, people. He's like, this is fucking comedy. And I'm like, man. Because Dallas has called him. He's going to spill this iced tea. He's got this iced tea on the, on the, like, the arm of the chair. And I know I would have spilled that iced tea. And I was super fucking worried about it the entire scene. But you guys, we get the return of Audra. Oh, my God. It's the yeah. best. So Dallas calls Drew. And it's like, I need you to help me solve this. Like, I messed up. And Dallas is like, lol, no. Like, have fun. And then he hangs up the phone and Audra immediately smacks him on the back of the head. And it's great. And she's like, help Dallas. Do you really want your memory of prom to be barbecue with your mom? It's the best. It's really good. I would, I'd love to barbecue with Mama Torres and what she was grilling up looked fucking delicious. And I just want to say that. Agreed. I'm <laughs> she, like, seemed like a, she seemed like a fantastic grill master. Yes. I'm like, honestly, yeah, that sounds so much better. Uh-huh. Um, but that's the end of part one. And then part two starts with Drew, like, coming in to the rescue. And they're, like, stealing shit from Degrassi to set up this prom. Like, their new whatever prom. And Drew is very understanding. Because Dallas, like, apologizes. And he's like, I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And Drew's like, I get it. It's your last night with your girlfriend before you're going to be, like, apart or whatever. Which, aren't they going to have a whole goddamn summer? But anyway. Yeah. He, and I didn't even know they played. Like ice hockey was a thing in Japan, and he's going to Japan and play ice we hockey. We looked it up. No it's idea. a hockey. Yeah, it's definitely it's a, a thing. It's a, it's a real team. If you oh, watch, shit. Good for him. if you watch Terrace House, the third season on Netflix, one of the house members is a female hockey player. Nice. So all right, yeah. Hi again. I highly recommend everyone watch Terrace House. It's great. You guys, speaking <laughs> of hockey, I selected my fantasy hockey league this morning in my draft, and I'm actually very happy with my results. Nice. Wow. Yeah. Um, but then we're with like Allie and company and they're all like sad about the boat. And then 
They're like, oh, at a burger place called The Priest. Did you guys notice this? <laughs> I did not notice this. <laughs> I didn't write down what it was called. The, the name of the burger restaurant is just The Priest, and I don't know what the fuck I'm missing here. That is strange. I'm, like, kind of I into s- it. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, like, it sounds like a, like a Brooklyn now, burger place. It's just, like, random yeah, cool not. name that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, gotta go to confession, get my burger. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but then, and Allie's like, oh, I haven't talked to Dallas since it happened, like, 25 maybe, minutes yeah. ago. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, was this a half hour? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, like, maybe, like, I should probably reach out to him. And then Connor's like, oh, I, he, I think he's at the dot. They're like, how do you know that? And he's like, oh, he texted me. I'm at the dot. Bring Allie. Don't tell her I told you. Oh, <laughs> which is funny. It was funny. Also, when he says, I think he said the dot, Ellie says, have you transitioned from from merely gifted to fully psychic? And I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, but then we find out that they have set up this huge elaborate thing at the dot. There's fairy lights everywhere. And it's the Starry Night theme prom that Allie wanted to do all along. And I honestly kind of teared up. I know. I really liked <laughs> that. I'm happy for you. Yeah. But I also had the logistics question as is my role how did they rent out the dot that's not a thing that's free i don't know maybe spinner like I, let them <laughs> it's just yeah, they, they no have matter so many what inside, like they have so many connections at the dot yeah i feel like it was pretty they had to grease a few palms they, like they, right they definitely had to pay some amount of money because they're also like they're there during normal hours because we've seen yeah. the dot open at night it's not yeah. like the dot closes at like 5 p.m I was also confused because it looked like they were just in the street. Yeah. I was like, did they get permits? They had to have gotten permits. None of this makes sense. (laughs) Like, this would have taken so much more planning than the fucking boat. Honestly. It's it's not West Virginia. You can't just have a street fair with lights and nobody's going to say anything, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Bananas. Um, but then we're with Imogen at Jack's house. She brought her a hot dog because that's the only thing she could buy on the way. And it's like I did like that. I thought that was cute. Doing a grand gesture and apologizing for pressuring her to come out before she was ready. And Jack is like, "Okay, I'll go to this prom thing with you, sure." Um, and then we're at prom, and there's like a cheesy photo booth happening, and Claire is still freaking out about her plan with Allie and Jenna, but they're like, it's going to be fine, and we're always here for you, and la, la, la. I don't totally remember the conversation, but it was nice. (laughs) Yeah, that was about it. It was a nice conversation. (laughs) And then Becky and Drew talk to each other, and she's like, I've never seen you this sad around food. And she's like, yeah, I was really embarrassed by that proposal. Yes, because public (laughs) proposals are fucking embarrassing. Don't do them. Nightmare. It seemed like this entire prom was just nice conversation after nice conversation. <laughs> it was a lot of closure, which I'm fine with. I didn't need yeah. the drama. It's the series the finale. Show. Yeah. Let um, them have it. Let them have kind this. Of. Let them have this. But also, yeah, you guys, yeah. public proposals fucking suck. <laughs> Unless you know for sure that you are with the kind of person who's going to want a yeah. public proposal. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah, fucking go yeah, all out, live your best life. But it's like, like, be ready because like that's so much pressure and it's embarrassing and Honestly. everyone looks at you and no thanks. <laughs> but then Imogen is super stoked. Someone who I think would enjoy a public proposal, Imogen. Yes. Um, and yeah. she's so stoked to be at prom. But then Jack gets all pretentious and annoying about the 
prom industrial complex. She is a fucking bummer. Sean texted me last night that he is Jack. (laughs) Yeah. Listen, she's easily swayed by food. She uses terms like prom industrial complex. She's fucking cynical and she hates novelty dances. This chick's all right. And we have the same taste in women. This chick's no fun. (laughs) She's not she's fun no enough. Fun. She's yeah, raining on. <laughs> she's not fun enough for Imogen. No. Like, you know why I think I fucking hate Jack is because Jack reminds me of the guy that I went to my senior prom with. <laughs> well, she's look, the worst this, like, prom date. This guy in his twenties to be doing like you know novelty dances with a bunch of teenagers. I don't blame him. Kelsey. I mean, I you know what I want him to do? I want him to fucking crack a smile for once. That's what I want. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, but she's just raining on Imogen's parade and she doesn't want to do a novelty dance with Imogen and it's just such a bummer time and I miss Fiona. (laughs) Bummer times at least there's a party. (laughs) You know what my thing is with Jack? So I definitely don't like her like straight up. Yeah. But it's like she's like she is like definitely a real person because like there's so many good things about her that i get why she's tempting like she's super hot she has cool interests she's like totally like cool girl vibes but also like she super sucks yeah like she's no fun she won't let herself be fun the closest she gets to fun is like exercise and axe throwing and like and like weird like dance duty unsupervised dance duty (laughs) like she reminds she reminds me of also like a lot of people that i went to art school oh i'm sure because that's like such a vibe is like oh i'm so cool i have all these like super cool guy like underground interests that like yeah you know like 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 i refuse to enjoy life at all because if i look happy then all of my cred is gone honestly And that's a real fucking bummer. Do a chicken dance. Enjoy your life. Put that shit on my grave. <laughs> um, that, was, that was beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Do the cha-cha slide. Come do, on. Oh, my God. Definitely do the cha-cha I, I, I slide. We have the moral of the episode. <laughs> Everybody clap your, your hands. hands. <laughs> oh, my hey, goodness. Look, this is technically a novel dance, and you guys got me to do it. Yes. <laughs> Um, but then we're with Eli and Claire who are also having a bummer time because Eli's like, I really don't want to do long distance again. We didn't survive it last time. Yeah. He says we barely survived. I would argue that yeah, they, they did, did not, not survive at all. Broke up and Claire like had sex with Drew. <laughs> yes. In their humongous <laughs> prop room. What is that prop room? <laughs> and then Claire's like, I see to figure out like what I'm doing and what I want. And he's like, um, yeah, you do. And does he walk away? I think he walks away. He does. Then Drew takes the fall for breaking in to the school. Oh, is it the next day? It's the, it's next, the next day. day. And we're, it's like, yeah. it's graduation yeah, prom day. Ended. Everybody talked. Yeah. And then Miss Pill is like, um, I know that you broke into the school to steal decorations for your like impromptu prom. All the codes are like personalized. Um, and then Drew like takes the fall so nobody else gets in trouble, but now he can't walk in graduation, which is like, it's stupid. It's dumb. It is dumb and it's mean and unnecessary. Yeah. And she sucks. And then Mr. Simpson, Mr. Simpson to give Claire a pep talk and he's here to see everyone graduate and Claire's like talking out her problems with Mr. Simpson and he basically just tells her to embrace the unknown and he tells her how like he thought like 
it was the end of the world when he got suspended, but now he's heading to Haiti for the summer to open up a school there. And he would have never been able to do that if he had, hadn't gotten suspended. And he's like, you're going to be fine. Just go with the flow. It's like, you'll be okay. And it was so nice. It was so exactly what Claire needed. Claire yeah. needed someone to be like, I give you permission to not know what you're doing yet and yeah. be excited about the opportunity. Because the thing is, like, there's so much pressure on these kids and they're like 17 or 18 and it's like oh no have your whole life figured out right now right the second and never change your mind ever and like that's fucking a lot yeah it's a bunch it's still a lot it's it's a lot I, I'm, I'm, I'm still i'm still not sure what i should major in and i graduated <laughs> college about seven years ago yeah honestly. the hardest same man <laughs> oh yeah i'm like what the fuck is my life literally but like uh i just i don't know it's a lot and it's like you know, no one has the fucking money to do a gap year, but I understand, like, why people do a gap year. Yeah. Oh, I completely get it. Yeah. Like, I've it's never met a single person year. that has, like, gap year money and does it, but still. I feel like people do I know, it in Europe I know a, a few, lot more. but, yeah, it's a Europe thing, because it's so it's so much cheaper to travel yeah. there, you know, you yeah. hop on a bus, you're in an entirely different culture, you know, it's it's harder to do from here, but then again, I grew up on Long Island, I know a lot of kids who do a fucking gap year and travel the world because oh. they could, mm. you know? And, like, all the, like, rich people I grew up with, I feel like, came from the kind of families where it was, like, you'd go to college or you get nothing. Exactly. That's, okay, yeah. yeah, that's, like, where I grew up, too. It was, like, if you took a gap year, people would be, like, mm, could, did you not go and get into school? Like, what are you doing with your life? Like, this is such a waste of time. You got to stick to the plan, people. So, yeah. Out here, there's a lot of no matter what you do, you'll have lots of my money to do it with. There's, there's a lot of that. We're gotcha. <laughs> got it. Yeah. There's a lot of that going on. God bless um, Long Island. But yep. then... <laughs> <laughs> they mean well <laughs> do they Imogen <laughs> is trying to put her cap over her bun and it's not happening it's really cute and Becky comes to help her and Imogen says my favorite thing which I feel like is like perfectly succinct she says like and Becky's like how is the thing whatever and Imogen's like not so great and then she's like it's okay Jack doesn't like the same things as me and I'm like yeah that's it like because mm-hmm. Imogen is a goddamn ray of sunshine yeah. At all times. Goddamn right. She's a, fucking, first, she's a fucking ray of sunshine. And Jack is yep. like a storm cloud who's not going to get over herself until yeah. at least after college. Oh, yeah. It, at, oh, yeah. If then. If she's going to be like the girl that I went to college with that changed her name to something very stupid. And I'm not going to call her out in case like I know anyone from school <laughs> listens to this podcast. That like I follow Tell her Instagram and I'm like, you are exactly the same. You're still going by your fake name from 10 years ago. Jesus Christ. Um, give me this name. But <laughs> I'll, tell, I'll tell you after. But then she's like, well, it's fine. Like, and she was not, she wasn't even my best relationship from high school. Like, because it was are. Fiona. Well, yeah, it was Fiona. But then she's like, if you would have told me that, I would have been best friends with like a blonde Christian, bubbly, whatever the fuck. Like, I would have, I don't know. It's a very nice moment. And I like teared up again. Yeah. Like, you're my best relationship. I'm like, Except for Fiona. Except for Fiona. <laughs> but also, like, I love these girls being, like, best friends yeah. always and loving each other. I was here for it. I'm so here for it. I am here for, like, the end result of everything just being, like, best friends being best friends. Yeah. Everybody loves each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I want that more than I want, like, the clear Eli resolution. Like, I could not oh, give absolutely. a single I'm shit. I'm so happy that this is the last episode yeah. 
of that yeah. that we will ever yeah. have to cover that. Yeah. yeah. You'll never hear Eclair again. It's over. That's it. Oh, Jesus. But then we're at the ceremony, and I guess Connor won valedictorian. And his speech and is his good. his speech is very nice. Also, yeah, and good. then... I wanted us to go through what everybody's doing. Yeah, that's doing. What I wrote down that's too. So Be- apparently Becky's pursuing bio at the University of Vermont. Which is exactly what my brother graduated so- the University of Vermont with. Really? <laughs> yeah, no, my brother went to <laughs> Yeah, my brother went to UVM and he actually I think he switched to zoology, but he's in like vet school now. So Yeah. Allie's going to Cambridge. Claire's taking a gap year. Jenna's going to the L.A. School of Recording Arts for a degree in sound engineering. Is the L.A. School of Recording Arts a real school? Truly do not know. (laughs) I didn't look it up. (laughs) I looked up how old Miles was, but I didn't look up if this was a real school. (laughs) Because that's where my priorities are, guys. I love it. Um, Imogen is off to OCAT's Faculty of Art. Don't know what that is. Don't know if I spelled that right in my notes. I think it's a Canadian art school. Yeah. Um, and I think Connor's going to Caltech. I don't think they said that, but I think that's where he's going. Yeah, uh, they did. He's going to Caltech. Dallas is going to Japan to play hockey. Um, and then we watched the saddest tribute ever. Oh my God. Then we watched the tribute to Adam and I cried again. (laughs) You had a really emotional time here. (laughs) I cried. Did you guys cry? Cause I fucking, yeah, I definitely teared up. I, I've told you every time I teared up in this episode. Yeah, I fucking I cried. Wish I, did. I wish I did. You know I would have told you. I know. I fucking cried. Also, you know what really bugs me? Sorry, now I'm hopping back about them listing everybody and then Drew coming up late. Is I still don't know what the fuck. I know they did. I literally wrote. So they did like this, the like we love Drew moment on their caps, and then Drew kind of gets to walk, and then I wrote, but what is he doing? Like, what no is there? What are his idea. plans? We will never Probably know. Probably gonna work at the dot <laughs> if he could get a job. Oh my god! Like, what is Drew He'll doing? He's gonna go back to that mall kiosk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sell cell phone cases he really loved yeah. that so i don't know yeah. he loved he was thriving kids. there honestly he was he was making a living um yeah. that's all you can ask from people i don't judge come on yeah but yeah that the adam tribute really hurt and and audra was so like i just i'm crying and audra's like i'm so proud of you and it was just really sweet and yeah. and audra loved the prom she's like i'm on face range i saw the photos it looked <laughs> great um, but then after the ceremony, Becky starts a novelty dance conga line for Imogen and yeah. Claire and Eli are talking it out. And she's like, I just need to know who I am on my own. And Eli gets it. And I guess he still gives her the key and they're going to make it work long distance. Yeah. The only part of this that I enjoyed, other than the fact that now it means that I never have to hear them again, is that Eli does do the whole like he does like the callback to the first ever time he sees her. And he says, anyone ever tell you you have pretty eyes? Yeah. That was kind of yeah. nice. And I kind of liked that. says, we'll always find our way back to each other. And then they join the conga line and they're chanting, we'll miss you, Degrassi. And then it's over. Yeah. And to the tune of cha-cha. Yeah. yeah. That I could have done without. It took me a while yeah. to figure out exactly what they were saying. I was like, oh, Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And when it came clear, I was like, really, I got Nagata. I kind of got a knot in my stomach. It was just a little, little. <laughs> I could have done without it. Yeah. Um, but then it's over. Spirit yep. Squad, Captain. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. Everybody, I don't care. Maybe that was good, Drew. He got the, he, he, he did went the through prom. all the effort. He got the did the prom thing. Give it to Drew. All right, fine. We'll give it to Drew. All right, why not? Do yeah. we have a ship? I friendship Becky and Imogen. Yeah, I friendship yep. the hell out of Becky and Imogen. I guess I still ship Jenna and Connor. They're going to LA for college to, with each other. Oh, yeah. That's nice. That's cool. Um, all right. Yeah. Grapevine? Moral. Or, we, we don't do, do moral anymore, Sean. Oh, you don't? Oh, wow. I'm sorry. I'm all over the place. Oh, yes. You can do a moral time, if you have one. Live your life. Do do the chicken dance. Come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Grapevine. Um, we have a tweet. Um, I just I just wanted to shout out uh, Tiffany Beverly who sent who was replying and tagged us in a reply, and it was there's this thing going around that says uh, it's just a bunch of graffiti that says "fuck you, Craig, go to hell, Craig," and the the caption is "what did Craig do." And Tiffany, like, sent it to us and wrote, Hell Hath No Fury at it again with a really good gif. And I appreciated it. Thank you. It was great. I appreciate that. Um, but then, and we have an email from Caitlin, and it's just called Calves. And she says, I am not a calf girl, but I've deaf complimented calves, specifically on very hot non-cis men sent from my iPhone. <laughs> So thank you, Caitlin. Thanks, if Caitlin. you remember us talking about calves in the episode with Cody, I believe. Um, but that is all that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be featured on a Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. You can listen to us forever. And please rate and review. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. Or you can follow my weird stock photography account, Y.Stock. It's a good account. I'm a huge supporter. <laughs> Thank you, Sean. I posted a horse penis work. the other day. I'm really doing the Lord's work over here. <laughs> um, and I've a... Uh... I've wrote in. I've like uh, I've uh, added to it. It's I true. Sean sent me a submission. It's true. Um, Sean, do you have any social media or what have you that you'd like to plug? You can follow me on Instagram if you want. I'm private <laughs> and I might not really accept you for like months. But at Sean P. Quigley, maybe you'll be one of the lucky ones. Let's say. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, you can also follow my fingerboarding account if you really want to <laughs> at Sticky Prince FB. All right. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I keep yeah. forgetting how into fingerboarding you are. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm on the edge of sponsorship right now. I'm, not, I'm, I'm almost there. I've almost made it. I want that for you. Wow. Um, means a lot. In terms of recommendations, I'm just going to recommend that everybody go to JLo's YouTube channel and watch her content because it's great. She has a ton of behind-the-scenes videos from Hustlers on there, and she also recently posted a behind-the-scenes video of, like, when she walked in that Versace show to, like, recreate that dress moment from, like, the naked dress or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's great. JLo's YouTube channel. I did not know how, like, highly produced of a YouTube channel she had, but... I, now my eyes have been opened and it's great. Um, I started 
the new season of The Good Place. The Good Place is back, and oh. the new season is good. Oh, I haven't started that yet. And that, and this is also your casual reminder to also listen to The Good Place podcast, which is also really good. So you have to do them at the same time, though. Otherwise, you're going to spoil yourself if you go too far ahead on the podcast. But that's it. Sean, you got anything? Uh, listen, I could recommend uh, this great fingerboarding account at Sticky Prince FB. Where you can find his fingerboarding content. Perfect. <laughs> that's, that's about it. All right. All right. Um, we well, did it. Thank you, Sean, again for coming back on the show for the finale. Thank you, guys. I've missed you guys. I'm glad to be back. It's been and when so you do long. next class, you know I'll be there. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Obviously. <laughs> Um, and thank you to Jay for our wonderful theme song, and thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers. Take it easy, Panthers.